0: Let's go forth in the word. You all may stand, please. Thank you. We'll be reading Luke 22, 31 through 32. Luke 22, 31 through 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Behold, Satan has desired to sift you or to have you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail you not. And when thou art converted, or when you have turned back, strengthen thy brother. Oh, Holy Spirit, right now in the name of Jesus saturate this place with your presence right now in the name of Jesus oh God let your word go forth with power, dominion and authority, Father God oh God, that it will produce good fruit Father God, that it will fall upon ground that is fertile, God fertile for your kingdom, God in the name of Jesus, God oh God, we pray that your spirit will move in between every aisle in this place right now, God because we don't want to be the same people as we are today father God but we want to be changed God we want to be transformed father God in the image of your son in the name of Jesus do what you do today God oh God we love you today God and we adore you today right now in the name of Jesus God let the word fall forth, father God let it go forth and pierce a heart father God in the name of Jesus so that you will be be glorified in all that we do God and we will honor you today God in your precious son's name we pray in Jesus name amen and amen and you may be seated in the presence of our Lord today amen I just want to talk about a little bit about this passage but first I want to talk about uh Darice for a little bit I, when I woke up this morning, I was under attack. It's like my heart rate was going like 155 for no apparent reason. And it's like, man, it won't stop. It won't stop. It won't stop. But I'm here to say that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly, far above that we can even imagine, can do exceedingly and abundantly, far above what my mind can even fathom. I can't even fathom all the goodness that God has for me today and in to, the future. This term, endgame, what is your endgame? And Jesus got you. What is your end game, and Jesus got you. The term end game may be new to some of you all. However, it is usually primarily started in the sports field. Now it has filtered into the spiritual church. Yes, it may be a secular term. However, there are multiple spirituals' reality on how it describes a process for us. Meeting our end goal or getting to the end, or end game to a task, or the vision of our journey. It describes a process. It describes a process how to get to point A to point B, and how to get from the beginning to the end of something. It is a journey from the start to the finish. From the beginning of the task or the project, Or a life journey, or our spiritual goals. The end game is a final stage of some action or some process. It's the grand finale, it's the home stretch, it's the conclusion. Fear God. So let us hear the conclusion of the matter. Fear God. Keep his commandments, because that is the whole duty of man. Ecclesiastes 12:13. Endgame gives a clear insight, a deep revelation, an understanding and a perception of a situation or any type of subject. It is one of the many blessings of having a holy spirit. It gives us insight into mysteries and secrets. Now we see Peter. Now Peter was the first apostles to see Jesus empty tomb. But we already know that Mary Magdalene and all the women went there first in order to prepare the body for burial. But then again, Peter also was the first apostles. Peter took on the leadership role in the early church after Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. And he is the biblical writer of 1 Peter and 2 Peter. Tradition says that Peter went to Rome where he was martyred and crucified sometime in 64 to 68 CE. Now, after Jesus' death, he served as the head of apostles and was the first to perform miracles on the day of Pentecost. Then Jesus and Peter said, silver and gold have I none to you, but I give you this in the name of Jesus. And we are talking about the healing of the man at the pool. Peter preached the first sermon at Pentecost where there's 3,000 believers was born again, baptized in Jesus name and saved. He also was instrumental in establishing the church. Beginning the Gospel to the Gentiles or bringing the Gospels to the Gentiles. These facts help us understand what it means that Peter has the keys of the kingdom. Peter also was a cusser. I don't know if you guys knew that. (laughs) When he denied Jesus Christ and after Jesus Christ died, Peter went back fishing. Peter said, I don't know. I didn't hear nothing else about this. Jesus risen. So I'm going to go back to do my old thing. I'm going back to my old ways. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter was the one who cut the guy's ear off. He's spontaneous. He wasn't fearful. He gripped the situation. He did not allow fear to overtake him. Now in the process of sifting Of wheat. It's a growth process. Jesus did not exempt us from going through trials and tribulations. So God allowed us to go through different stages and shifting is a different stage or a different period. Sifting is a process where the shaft of the wheat is removed. When you pick up a grain of wheat, it is, a, it is surrounded by this little sort of paper-like shaft. The thing about the shaft is it's unedible. We cannot eat it. So what it is that when you shift something you are agitating it. You are causing it to be comfortable, uncomfortable, so it will remove the outer shell. So shifting gets rid of what is not useful. In order for us to be the person that God has called us to be, we must also go through this process. The process is needed. The process is helpful and the process is warranted by God. The first thing we must realize is during the shifting process is that Jesus understands our weaknesses. He was getting ready to go to the cross And Hebrews it said, for we do not have a high priest that is unable to sympathize with our weakness or to be able to understand what we are going through. But one who in every aspect has been tempted just as we are, but without sin. And we know that Satan had to ask for permission from God in order to, in order for us, in order for him to even shift Job. We heard we know about the story of, about Job, how that Satan came in the, presence, the pres, in the presence when the Son of God came to present himself to God. Satan came, and then God asked him, what are you doing? Or where you come from? And Satan answered to him that I was going through and fro the earth, walking up and down it, trying to find someone that I can control. And then the Lord said to Satan... Have you considered my servant Job? Now, this was a setup, you guys. A setup. And a setup to the point that anytime the enemy wants to do something to us, or wants to try to try us, or wants to try to tempt us, want to try to bring up any type of distractions or illness with every situation, he must go to God for permission first. So what that tells me? If God gonna give permission for the enemy to tempt me, that lets me know that God has already prepared me for the situation. Now we gotta stop looking at things as though God has not prepared us. God has prepared us for every situation, for every trial that we have went through, God has already prepared it for us. So the scripture said, count it our joy when you go through various trials and tribulations, knowing that the testings of your faith produces patience and let patience first have her work so that you can be complete lacking nothing so when the trial comes, we need to get out of the analogy that we use oh me oh my when the trial is come that is the perfect opportunity that we can say oh Lord I'm getting ready to grow God hallelujah I'm getting ready to be a better person God I'm getting ready to be the person that you have called me to be I'm getting ready to be a better person you're getting ready to move some stuff out of my way you are getting ready to supersede my intellect to supersede my understanding of the situation We have to get out of the point and change our perception of how we see trials because God said, in order for me to perfect you, in order for me to make you the person that I have called you, I got to shift you. Oh God, I got to put you in the fire. I got to allow certain things to happen so that you can be a better person. I have to allow certain things to happen so that you can get out of yourself and put on me. I got to get you out of yourself. I got to get you out of this pity attitude. I got to get you out of this rut that you're in because you are my child. You are a child of the king and God wants us to be better and not better. Let me say that again. God wants us to be better and not better. Forget about what the situation is. That's the perfect time these weights that so easily beset me and run this race with tenacity and grace we got to remember what God has to do so we know that he needs to ask permission first change our perception of how we see growth yes it may be painful in the beginning but there's a process, there's an end game to the situation. There is something that God is trying to perfect in us because I don't know about y'all, I don't like failing tests. I don't like doing stuff over again. I never wanna get to God and say, oh God, I was so busy, God, that I couldn't take the test, God. I was so busy and in myself that I didn't wanna take the test. We gotta get to a point that we trust God, period. Trust God, period. There's no but, there's no however, there is no therefore. It is God. Amen. And that's how we need to see God. God, period. What he says, period. I'm going to obey him, period. I'm going to be faithful to him, period. I'm going to pay my tithes, period. I'm going to commit to the work of the ministry, period. I'm going to commit to my pastor, period. I'm going to do the will of God, period. And when there's a period, there's a pause, there's a stop. There's nothing that can go after that unless you add it and then place a comma before it. God, period. So that means now. So when Satan went forth to the presence of God and he smoked Job or he did not kill Job, but he caused all these bad things to happen. He killed his kids. One person came and told him that. He destroyed everything. One person came and t- told him that. And have you noticed it was always one person that that was a remnant of, the, of all the uh, things, the bad things that happened. It was one person that came back and gave a bad report. There's always gonna be somebody that's going to come with a bad report in your situation. But the situation is that God allowed it to happen. Job had an end game. Job got to a point, yes, he was perfect in all his ways, but did he acknowledge God? There were certain things that God wanted Job to see. Just like when we are sifted, just like when we get to a point that God needs to resurrect some stuff in us. Oh, we got to be able to understand that it's for a purpose. It's for a plan. It is so that we can get to the end game. It is that so we can run this race. We can run this course so that we can be successful so that we can get to heaven. I don't want to be just sitting on God's word. Lord said, Lord, what do you do with my word? I said, oh, Lord, you know, I was afraid. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. All these excuses. If God said it, period. And this is our end game. God already wrote. I don't know if you guys know that I have already seen the back of the book. We already won. So now God is just taking us through all these precepts um, precepts and online and up on line and all these trials and tribulations so that he can get us to the end game. What is the end game that we will, We may have a crown, but we're going to throw it at his feet. We may get to heaven, but all we're going to do is glorify God. I don't even care if I have a mansion. All I want to do is see his face and peace. I don't care about the mansion. What I care about is seeing God. What I care about is making it to heaven. That's what I care about. In order for us to get to that point, we got to be sifted. We got to be tried in the fire. Yes, the pandemic allowed a lot of us to be s- sifted. Yes, but the pandemic what it did it exposed all these things all these things that was going on It exposed all the depression that's in the world It exposed all these fakes that was in the world It exposed so much and so much but God said you know what? Yes, it has been exposed but I'm trying to get you somewhere I'm trying to get you to a point where you're going to trust me I'm trying to get you to a point that you're going to believe my word period I'm trying to get you to a point that you're going to serve me regardless. Oh, you're going to serve me regardless. So many people, so many Christians, as they said, were so against internet. During the pandemic, God allowed his word to continue to go forth, period. We got to remember, God created everything. It's the enemy that perverted it. So if the internet it is to be used to preach the gospel, let it be. If it's the internet Zoom where we got to reach the people that we cannot reach, we're going to do it. If it's the internet is going to be used that we need to share the scriptures, share the word of God, then let it be. God has a plan for everything. say said... Satan had to ask ask permission from God in order to to sift us. This is perhaps one of the most confronting things that have ever was written in Scripture. Basically, what this is saying is that those that belong to Christ are under his protection. I am telling you that Satan cannot or does not reign in our lives. Jesus is the one that reigns in our lives. We sing it, we declare it, God is in control. So if God is in control, what is our end game? What are we doing to be sifted? What are we going to be the people of God if God continue to do this? There's a purpose. God thinks enough about us that he thinks that I am strong enough to pass the test. God thinks of me that he knows that I'm going to be successful. So let us now change our perception. Let us now change our thinking. Let us now change the words that we speak. So now when the trials and tribulation come, I'm excited. I'm like, oh God, what are you about to do right now, God? I know that a blessing is getting ready to come my way, God. Oh, I'm gonna be obedient Yes, it may have made me cry. Yes, it may have called me to uh, stumble a little bit, but I'm gonna trust God because I know that it's gonna make me a better person. I know that I must go to the fire so that I can be like God. That is our ultimate person. You want to be like God? You got to go through. If you want to understand who he is, you got to go through. If you want to know who Jesus is in his splendor and his majesty and honor, you got to go through. We ain't exempt from it. Jesus was tempted. He came as a man. But he went through it without sin, without sinning. So that means, hey, when something comes my way, I don't got to sin. I can trust God. I don't got to sin with my mouth or the position that I'm in. I can just trust God. I don't got to fall back and say, oh, me, oh, my. Now in the next question, I'm going to say, oh, God, what are you about to do with it right now, God? How i am going to be that bigger person, God? Oh, God, we know that you do it for a reason. Time out for oh, me, oh, my. Time out for crying and being in a depressive state. Time out for getting to a point that it knocks us completely off of our feet. Because God said, if I wouldn't have did it, you wouldn't have volunteered for. We don't volunteer for pain. We don't volunteer for heartache. God said, but I gotta get you to the end. I got to get you to a point that you're going to serve me regardless. I'm going to get you to a point where you're going to praise me every day. I'm going to get you to a point that you're going to get up at 4.30 every day and praise me. I'm going to get you to a point that you're going to bow down and worship me. I'm going to get you to a point that you're going to lay aside all these weights. Hallelujah. That so easily beset us. And I'm about to get you to run this race. Oh, this race is not for the the ones who want to go fast. This race is continuous. This race is a process. This race is gonna cause us to get to the end game How many of y'all want to get to the end game? Time out for running just to be running when I run, when I go through things, I wanna be i want to be changed. Oh God, I wanna be changed from the inside out. I wanna be conformed into his image. When they see the reflection of me, they gonna see Jesus. When Tyrese walking down the street, they gonna say, what is that that she got? What's that glow that I see from her? What is this? That is Jesus, the son of the living God. Jesus, our rose of Sharon. Jesus, the lifter of our head. Jesus, our mighty buckler. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When we walk, people should see his reflection. When we walk in the streets, people should see Jesus' reflection. People should not see Diaries. People should not see Michael. They should see Jesus Christ, the Son of Of the living God. I don't want them to see Darius. I want them to see Jesus working through me. I want the Holy Spirit to saturate with his presence. And I want Jesus to be glorified. (laughs) Jesus Christ is praying for us. Jesus Christ is praying for us. And we know that, that he intercedes for us. You will be able to strengthen others. Isn't that funny? The last thing that God said to Peter in that sentence. When thou art converted or when thou are turned back, strengthen your brother. Peter knowing he would initially fail or God knowing that Jesus, that Peter will initially fail. And when you have turned back. Or converted, strengthening your brother. You would never be able to strengthen others until you have been sifted. You would never be able to strengthen others until you have been through the fire. You would never be able to strengthen others until you have been able to grow through the process. Because what I know about God, have you noticed he sends people that used to be just like you? Because he knows that your testimony is powerful your testimony What did it say that all you were being overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony? You don't understand how powerful your testimony is because they said two things that they overcome by the blood of the lamb That's Jesus Christ and your testimony Nothing else was there Nothing else was there. So it's not by how much adequately speaking I can do even though I'm getting my PhD and already been to seminary, seminary school. That's not the point. The point is, what can I do for others? All the trials and tribulations that I went through, the purpose of it is to help someone else. The purpose of it is is to bring someone else to Christ. The purpose of your testimony is to bring someone and let someone know the power of Jesus Christ. And he already been on the cross already. He ain't coming back on the cross. Now he said, I have sit down in the right hand of God, on the right hand that I want you to go. I've given you what you need. I gave you my spirit. I gave you my name. I gave you all the things that you need so now I must go I must go and be that disciple because now what disciples is is to be disciplined that's what all disciples mean discipline in God Did y'all know we all are disciples we all are so we all got the same calling go and be that example and preach Jesus hallelujah let's give the Lord a hand God just keep bringing them into our lives God keep on bringing people in our lives that's why what I love about my sister D I love her evangelist she will sit here and God will give her spirit of discernment and she will go out and get that person and bring them up here to the altar that's what Jesus wants us to do. Not only does he remove all the baggage and all the unneeded things by a sifting, but he also gives us a spirit of discernment so that we can see the hurt of other people, so that we can see the hurt of other people, so that we can see when people are hurting. He gives us eyes with ass self. I remember Pastor Dumas preached that word eyes of ass self so that we can actually see what Jesus sees. Jesus gives us that discernment so that we can see what he sees. God's going to keep on bringing those people back. Why you think God has not blessed you with that job yet? Because some may, sometimes it may be somebody that is working in your office that would never hear about Jesus. And God has brought you there so that that person can be saved. We got to stop always thinking that God is not going to give us what we need. We got to sit back and realize and be able to interject and be able to reflect okay Lord what is it that why I'm not moving like you told me to move? Is it that somebody that needs to see you? me? Is it somebody that needs to understand who you are? Is it someone that needs to know that Jesus Christ is a healer? Jesus Christ is a way maker. That Jesus Christ is the one that is going to save us. Sometimes God moves us, do not, does not move us because he's preparing for us to witness who's someone in our job. I know sometimes we don't want to hear that. Because we all want to make paper. I get that. But what's more important? Paper or eternal life. And we have to think about that. Now in the worst face, James counted our joy. I already talked about this. When you go, when you, whenever you face trials of many kind. Because that means your testing of your faith produces patience. And what does that mean? patience that I wait on God because God is not a microwave God that we can do just like this God does not work like that because if he did we would never honor him God works in his time in reality in our time to get us to the end game that's how he works and everything don't come just like this. Sometimes we got to go through something. Sometimes we got to go through the pain. Sometimes we got to go through the fire. Sometimes we have to go through all these different things so that God can perfect us. There is no temptations that has ever taken you or ever taken you or consumed you. Except such is common to man. Everybody goes through it. But God who is faithful, God is faithful. He will make a way so that you will be able to stand. Just because you are a Christian does not exempt you from trials and tribulations. Everybody must go through. Everybody goes through a death. Everybody goes through a problem at work. Everybody goes through uh, sickness. Everybody goes through all these devastating things. But the difference is. We have someone that knows that we're gonna win, knows that we're gonna get to the end game, already know that we are capable of doing it because there's a difference in what happens in life of a Christian in the life of a non-believer. That is that Christians are in a process. God doesn't waste my hurt. God doesn't waste my tears. God doesn't waste the way that I'm feeling because He's trying to deliver something. He's trying to get me to the end game. He's trying to uh, refine me. He's trying to change me. He's trying to mold me. He's trying to conform me and He's trying to correct me. He's trying to get me to a place to the end game so that I can see Him. He's trying to get me to the end game so that I can worship Him. He's trying to get me to the end game so that I can be the person that God has called me to be. Time out for oh me oh my. Time out for that. God want to get us to a place that we serve him. God want to get us to a place that we're going to grow. God is going to get us to a place that we will serve him. Who is ready for that place right now? Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. God has given us everything that we need. We don't have to just sit and do nothing. We don't have to sit when we see a test and say, oh my God, what am I gonna do? God said, you gotta go through it. Because he's working. God is always working. God is always maturing us. God is always trying to get us to a place of obedience. God is always trying to get us to a place where we are gonna serve him. What are we doing with his word? What are we doing with his word? What are we doing with the people that he is is having us come in contact with? What are we doing with those people? What God is saying, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed, prayed that thy faith... What does that mean? Thy faith. Faith in who Jesus is. Faith in how he has overcame, how you have overcame from the last trial. The faith that he is God. The faith that he is our way maker. The faith that he is our God. The faith that he is our writer. Thy Jesus is there regardless when no one else is there. And we have to realize that he alone is God. all that we must serve Him, let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. I want to be changed today. I don't want to be that same person that I was on this morning. I don't want to be the same Darius that didn't do what God told her to do last week. I want to be different. I want to be changed. But in order for that to happen, I got to go through. In order for that to happen, we must go through. Because there's an end game to this madness. There's an end game to this process. There's an end game so that we can get to the end. There's an end game so that Jesus Christ will be glorified. There's an end game to it. We must submit. We must give God all that we have. We must lay down all these things that so easily beset us and we must run this race with tenacity. Sometimes it's hard. But what this shifting does, it removes the baggage so that we can run. It removes all the weight that is so easily beset me so that I can run. I don't know if you have ever seen someone running. Have you noticed how less clothes they have on? Because they already know. That when I run, I got to remove the baggage. So God has said, I'm going to continue to sift you. I'm going to continue to do the work because I'm trying to get you to a place. I'm trying to get you so that you can see me in peace. I'm trying to get you to a place where you will get on your knees and glorify me. I'm trying to get you to a place that you can testify who I am. I'm trying to get you to a place where you will honor me. I want to be in that secret place with God I don't want to be in a place that I can't hear him because I don't want to go through the process it hurts it's agonizing just like we have to carry our cross daily the cross is death oh we got to submit to the word and we got to resist the devil, and then it says, then he will flee. But we got to have our mind made up because all this is a choice. Every day we wake up, we have to determine, God, am I going to serve you or am I going to serve the enemy? There's no gray area, there's no standing on the fence there is no that I'm in God one day and I'm out of God the next day it's not how God operates because what God does that he creates something that my prayers can't be answered when we sin it separates us from God when we don't go through the process a sifting when we don't go through the fire then that means we are disowning God when you dissonant God what it says oh you commit him back to shame he already died for us once he ain't going to die again don't put God to shame let us submit to the process we're going to submit to God we're going to submit to the process we're going to submit to the end game we're going to submit to God because we all know that someone needs to know who God is I know we can I know on our fingers, we can count 10 people right now that we work with or come in contact with every day that do not know God. God waiting on us. He's waiting on us. God is waiting on us because He already said, "I know you can pass the test. Now it's time to go out. And commit your life. Not only your life, but everything that you have unto God. Our number one core principle and value is baptism in Jesus' name. The author is open. God said, if you commit to me, I'm going to be the best thing that you have ever had. We have to get access first before we get to promise. And baptism in Jesus' name is the access that we need in order to get to promise. We must commit to God. We must understand that everybody has to go through this process. And we talk about baptism in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Everybody goes through the same process. We gotta go through in order to get access. How many of y'all ready for the access right now? How many of y'all is ready to be baptized in Jesus' name? Everything is here right now. All you gotta do is walk the walk that we all had to walk walk down the aisles and and let these evangelists and elders pray so that you can get an understanding who jesus is so that you can be baptized in his precious name and filled with the holy ghost what does the holy ghost do for us the holy ghost says guides us into all righteousness it lets us see how we must walk. It lets us, it shows us the path of grace. It shows us the way that we must go. The Holy Spirit is essential to our walk with God. Is anyone today needing the Holy Ghost? I'm talking about baptism with fire right now. I'm talking about the fire that's gonna, that you're gonna need and able to run, to walk this walk. be committed to God. God said, you are so special to me that I'm going to put myself in you. I'm going to put my perfect spirit in you so that you can walk perfectly with me. It's a gift. It only going to take but a minute because the spirit of the Lord is moving in this place right now. Come. Is there anyone there? Come. Does anyone need prayer? Does anyone need to be healed right now by the Lord right now? Does anyone out there is saying, Lord, I may have failed, but I'm ready to recommit my life. Come now. Come now. Is there anyone out there? Just saying, Lord, I failed you before, but I will commit my life to you. Does anyone want a refreshing of the anointing of God in their life right now? Come. We're talking about getting ourselves to the end game. we talking about, Lord, I need you right now, regardless of what the situation is. He's ready. All he wants you to do is make the first step. All you got to do is step out the aisle and cross over just like we all did. We all had to walk this walk. And what I call it is a death walk. Because what I'm saying is that I'm giving up all my life so that I can be raised with Christ, amen. Are there any? Please come. Please come. God is not done with us yet. Please come in the name of Jesus. Does anyone need their body healed, touched by God in the name of Jesus? You have to come up and walk. You have to make that first fresh step. You have to get out and say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I want to get to the end game. I don't want to be bombarded by the enemy no more. I want to understand that you have already given me what I need to run this race. The altar is open for all who want to come. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. It's all about Jesus. It's all about the bread of water, bread of life, in the name of Jesus, in the anointing of God. He already sees us where we are. He already knows our ins and outs. All oh, he said, I need you to come right now and submit your life. Are there anyone else? Hallelujah. Jesus is precious. Jesus is a way maker. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the I am that I am and I'm, He is everything that we need. Jesus is our way maker. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ma'am, would you like to be served? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is all about Jesus right now. It's all about giving ourselves unto him right now. He's not done with us. There's so many things that he wants to do in our lives. There's so many things that he wants to do. He wants us to conform to his image, to conform into his likeness, to be a better person, to be the people that he has called us to be. God is an awesome God. He ruled and he reigned in all power, majesty, and glory and honor. There is none like Him. There is none like God. He alone is worthy. He's an on-time God. He gives us what we need, the moment that we need it. He don't wait on us his time is his time only his time and his time only let's continue to worship god let's continue to have that word burn in our spirit because we want to be changed we don't want to be the same people we want to be changed by the spirit of almighty god we want to be renewed see him as he is we want to be able to discern the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus that is a process that is a process that is a process and we thank you for it right now God we thank you for the movement of your anointing God we thank you for your spirit God your spirit is moving in this place right now
1: God we thank you
0: God. You're awesome, God. You are awesome, God. In the name of Jesus, God. Let your will be done. Let your power. Let your power fall. Let your power fall. Let your anointing fall. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Place God. Let Your Spirit reign, God. Oh, we need You right now, God. We can't do this without You, God. We can't. We can't live this life without You, God. We need direction. We need guidance. We need to understand who You are, God. In the name of Jesus, God your spirit. Oh, fall. let it fall. Let it rain in the name of Jesus, God. Ooh,
1: we praise you, God. Oh, God, we praise you, God. Oh, Jesus.
0: Lord a hand amen cuz we know all that went forth it shall be done it will be done because he's getting us to our end game. let's give the Lord a hand amen amen Gonna pray now for Elder Brinson. He had to take his wife to the hospital. Now, I, I need this altar filled right now because you want to know why? We pray that God heals. We want God to heal right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody come because we praying for one of our own. Amen. God wants him to be glorified in this situation but not only him but all that we all may come into the knowledge of God amen let us pray oh father God in the name of Jesus God oh God we come before you right now God asking right now that you will deliver sicknesses right now in the name of Jesus God Oh, God, we know that there's nothing too hard that you cannot do, God. We declare, Father God, and we decree, Father God, for healing to go forth right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. Whatever the hell is, Father God, whatever it is,
1: Father God, we know that you are able, God, to do exceedingly and abundantly for all that we can
0: What it needs to do so that we can all come into the knowledge of your God, of you, God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. And we wait next week in anticipation for the testimony. We wait next week
1: in anticipation for the testimony because we know you're going to do it because you have
0: did it in the past, God. We know you're going to heal because you have did it multiple times, God. We know, God that you are going to heal. In the name of Jesus, God. Strengthen. Heal, God. In the name of Jesus, the word has all gone forth, Father God. And we anticipate the testimony right now in the name of Jesus, God. Because we know that you are an awesome God. We know that you are that God that healeth thee, God. We know that you are our redeemer, God. We know that you are our ride or die, God. That you will do whatever was necessary for us to come into your knowledge, God. Whatever it takes, God. Whatever sin that it may
1: take, God. We know, God. We are greater, Father God, because we are your children, God. And we love you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. In the name of Jesus,
0: we pray. Hallelujah. And it is so. And it is so. In Jesus' name. Amen.